Are we going to do an intro again? Yeah. But, sure. Okay. This is the uh, the Kawaii Cast, the second episode. Fun times. I'm your host Tyler. I'm co-host Candace, and today we are joined by a, a actual guest that's not a part of Cracked Pain. And whoa. Uh, that would be uh, Justin from Killer Quail Studios. Or KQS, if you uh, much, I much prefer that. KQS? All right. <laughs> that, we, that works. We well, can dig it. Well, before we get into our, our anime discussion, tell us a little bit about, about your podcast. Um, well, my channel, I'm, I'm just a simple YouTuber, do Let's Plays, uh, did reviews a long time ago. Reviews are tough and they take a long time, So, but I much prefer <laughs> they, Let's yeah, Plays. They, yeah. <laughs> And I know that sometimes you do stuff with your sister. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that one is actually our own podcast. It, that is the most off-topic thing ever. We just, whatever movies we watch. That's pre- it's pretty Just mo- whatever <laughs> comes to mind, basically. Pretty much. It's just us talking for, like, half hour to, like, hour and a half at Anime Plaza. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, we're going to fill for time, damn it. <laughs> That's absolutely relatable. Yeah. Like, you, you listen to part of our pilot episode mm-hmm. and yeah was, we're just like subject yeah you go subject what's that subject weird tangent yeah. back to subject weird tangent yeah that, that's kind of i think that's the best way to do it though because <laughs> i don't know off topic podcasts or just going out there is just the best way to do it it's, it's more fun they are they're, they're structure a lot of sucks <laughs> uh, speaking of structure sucking our structure for this episode is going to be anime movies whoa Yay. <laughs> now now the reason if anyone's wondering why we chose Justin to join us, is we have actually gone to the theater to see a few anime movies with him, and we've just always had a good time. Which I felt really bad, because the last two I saw I did not see with him. (laughs) (laughs) I felt really bad. I'm like, it feels awkward sitting here without Justin. Like, I feel like I'm cheating on him with this anime movie. Yes, what what, what were the last two that you went and saw? Uh... Silent Voice with Tyler, and then we saw uh, Card Capture Sakura, the uh, hidden card, both of which Justin actually said he wanted to make plans for, and then both plans ended up being super last minute. <laughs> so. yeah. Oh, it's fine. The Silent Voice. Uh, that was when I got to go to the Truffle Cottage, the secret opening. Oh, good. So it was kind of like someone, like uh, one of my friends invited me, and she's like, oh, it's at six. Shit, it's. <laughs> I That opening is at six. I can't go. And I. I if anything, I'll watch it later. But yeah, your friend I, may have been sitting behind us in the theater, because or in the back. There was this really emotional girl in the back. She was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh she was fantastic. We were just like, there was this one scene. I don't want to spoil anything, but the it's like super dramatic and it's like a confession scene, and the main guy just doesn't even get it. And this girl in the That's back of the me. theater is just like, oh, come on! <laughs> oh, man, I'd probably be laughing. You cannot be this dense! That's me, because I'm dense as hell. It's like flirting doesn't even <laughs> exist. You either tell me straight up or don't tell... Like, if you're trying to, like, po- point it out for me, I'm never going to get it. I'm like, okay. Good. Well, it's it's the same for me. I, in fact, I think it's the same for all men. Like, <laughs> subtle hints do not work. Yeah. Obvious hints do not work. Just come out and tell us. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. It's the, so simple. The six foot bear showing up on your doorstep wasn't a great clue at all. Nope. Don't understand men. <laughs> See, women are the opposite. We're just like, oh, that guy stared at me in the hallway. Does he have a thing for me? <laughs> what? Oh yes. What are these feelings? Yes, all men have all things for all girls. That's, yeah. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, that was, my, that was always my sister. Every time she'd come, like, come from somewhere, it's like, oh, they looked at me for, like, longer than three seconds. <laughs> the lingering stare. They like me. <laughs> like, it's the okay. lingering stare is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, no, we we women read into everything. Me- meanwhile, what's going on in the mind's head is more like, do, 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 do. <laughs> it's like Homer Simpson stuff. <laughs> it was just, like, random, like, Mickey Mouse cartoons. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Just, just random thoughts while we stare into space. <laughs> or like, am I wearing pants today? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to look down. I don't want it to be obvious. <laughs> well, well, then you always get that. And, and it seems like every anime is the, uh, the, two, the two people that obviously have a thing for each other look. And they make eye contact. And then they instantly they look, look away. And yeah. they blush. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, no, that's, that's not obvious. If... if uh, anime has taught me anything. It's that Japanese people never actually get together. They just have feelings for each other for like their whole lives. That's why like, sometimes uh, they hold hands. Uh, yeah, that's fair. But that's about it. That, yeah. That's like I don't know how they procreate. That's what anime has taught me. <laughs> that's like like super like. Oh, what, there's like I think there's a show on uh, Netflix like Terrace House or something. So mm-hmm. these Japan is almost like Japan Japanese real world. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like they touched it. it did, they were like. They'd keep, like they wouldn't even. It was just like they would try to like hold hands. Like, oh my gosh, they're holding hands. Like it was like this <laughs> thing they scandalous. Oh, she it's better not, take a pregnancy test. Pretty much, it really was like that. I was like, oh my gosh, Japanese people are screwed. <laughs> well, well, there was that one anime. I I don't even know what it was called, but I've always seen the clip where it's like the one girl. She she has like her her antenna on her her hair antenna or her mm-hmm. hair bow whatever, and the guy keeps trying to grab it and she's like no if you grab it I'll get pregnant and <laughs> oh my gosh and, and in the scene he actually ends up grabbing it and she instantly becomes like nine months pregnant yeah I've, I've seen that <laughs> <laughs> it makes it makes no sense that is scary <laughs> so on to actual movies yeah. <laughs> We started talking about one a little bit, uh, Silent Voice, which I, I don't think Justin's seen yet. Which nope, not yet. I will. Because we betrayed him. Yeah. But bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Can- Candace is a traitor. I. Yeah. I do feel bad. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, the uh, no, card it's, capture it's, it's okay uh, clear card arc thing was completely out of my control, though, because Stephanie literally like messaged me the day before she's like did you still want to go see that movie tomorrow i'm like oh i thought that was off the table yeah i'll go well it was actually it was kind of hard with the silent voice as well um Mm -hmm. with with your name it actually came and it it was in theaters for a while month yeah whereas with a silent voice it was it was here for basically two days one day we were at anime bonsai back in october and that Mm -hmm. was the uh sub yeah, and, and then, then the, dub, the dub, which was last week. Yeah, one and day. it was a one-day event. And, like, Silent Voice also had, like... or uh, Your Name also had several, like, screenings. It'd be like, all right, we're doing two screenings today in the dub. We're doing two screens, screenings tomorrow with the sub. So you pretty much had numerous options for going to see it. Like, and I swear it even went on for, like, a couple more weeks, uh, Your Name. Like, it... Yeah. It, they like because it was so popular. They oh, it was it was showing. it was really big and Which, and it went on for actually a few months after yeah. it was out of 
the large theaters like Cinemark, whatever, you could even you could occasionally find a showing in a smaller theater. Yeah, you know they they'd have them like it, once a week, which is a huge deal here. Not just for an anime film, but even for like a foreign film at all. Yeah, seeing anything like become that popular and stay in theaters that long, especially because there were numerous language options for it. And usually, when any anime film makes it out to the U.S., at least prior to that, it was like you're seeing the dub, and it's a one day event, and you have to sell so many tickets for the event, otherwise it gets canceled sort of thing. Mm. You know, like the tug, uh, like, promotion, where it was, like, if we sell 30 like seats... Tug or Fathom or yeah. whatever other mm -hmm. special event. Like, there needs to be enough interest in it to actually make the theater reserve the spot. Otherwise, it's just going to get canceled. And you have, like, a deadline, and usually the deadline's, like, a month and a half before the movie. And, it, you know, it happened. Like, I think that's how we saw all the Ruby theater uh, events, but it was so rare for it to happen, and even Ruby is a U.S. product. It's not a foreign product, so... So, I mean, your name kind of changed the game for movies, because now you hear about them come out. They had the whole oh uh, Studio Ghibli marathon. Yeah, they, I saw that. Um, there was... Uh, we went to go see Mary and the Witch's Flower, which was adorable. Yeah, they had another uh, Ghibli movie, The Castle of Cagliostro. Mm -hmm. That was his first, his directorial debut. They brought that back. They, well, of course, that was very di that was very different from the other Ghibli fest. But, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's nuts just having that. And then, I think Digimon was, like, this earlier this month? Or, yeah. there's, I think, yeah, there was they also, did do a Digimon. There's uh, been so many right now. It's the awesome. Miyazaki uh, loop in the third movie also. Hit yeah, theaters, so. that's what he was saying. The yeah. castle of Castiglione. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's the same is. movie. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. So yeah, I clearly should have researched this. Episode. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but um, we were too busy watching other anime movies. It's true. Mm -hmm. We watched so many to try to get, like all three. That's that's our research limit. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we, we watched we had, two. We had and, about a week. Yeah. Which both of us dropped jobs too, so it's it's tough. But we did get to see uh, a girl who jumped through time and Summer Wars, and then we saw one that just came out on Crunchyroll last week, which was a uh, Psychic School Wars, which had nothing to do with wars or <laughs> really. It just it's a very misleading title. It's an interesting watch. Uh, it's a very artsy movie. I even like looked it up because I was curious. I was like, did this just come out? And what studio did this? And which director did this? And all of it's really unfamiliar. And apparently it came out in 2012. So. Wow, it's that old? Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, and it's based off of a book. And it, it was interesting. And the animation was actually really gorgeous. So I, I do recommend checking it out. But it's a very misleading title. And the ending was kind of... What? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? It's, it's true. The, the ending was really awkward. And uh, the main girl in it, or one of the two main girls, doesn't seem to abide by the laws of gravity. Um, <laughs> Always doing flips and spins yeah, and jumps. Yeah, and... she is so extra. Like, she is the most extra anime character I've ever seen in my life. She's just like, oh, we're going to walk across this stone bridge across the river? I'm going to do it on my hands, and then I'm going to backflip. Oh, jeez. Yeah, like... <laughs> there's, there's even... And her like, flips don't like the follow first, the, the laws of gravity. Like, she'll literally just float. 
the the first scene you see her in, you know, sh- her and the main guy get knocked down. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, he does the normal, oh, let's stand up. And she does that, that ninja kick flip up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very, very first scene. There's a point where she slaps him, too, because he said something that, like, offended her. And she just doesn't, like, slap him, and he gets, like, a little tear in his eye. She, like, slaps him. He hits the ground and, like, skids for, like, three feet. Oh, like, no. <laughs> this girl is so extra. I love her. <laughs> also, like, her and the main boy, like, their, like, windows for their bedrooms are, like, right next to each other. So she'll, like, climb between them, but she doesn't do the whole, like, I'm just going to climb. She'll, like, grab the windowsill and, like, throw herself into the other window. Like, this girl oh, is massively extra. <laughs> and, like, it would feel like it, she fit a bit better if any of the characters ever did anything similar, but they never do. They're just normal people, and she is just, like, this crazy ball of energy. Aliens. <laughs> well, she's not even the alien in the no, series. Because there are aliens. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the one person comes from the future i guess you could call him the alien so yeah he comes from the moon he he comes from a future where earth is no longer inhabitable and people have to live on the moon so yeah and it was interesting like i i do recommend checking it out it's it's weird yeah it's hard to give it a real review without I feel like it's one of those things I probably have to watch a second time just to really wrap my head around what happened. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things you... It's like a cure. It's, it's, it's like a specific taste, I think. Mm-hmm. You would yeah. have to actually really like it. Like, I, I, I think I might watch it a second time when I have some more downtime. Because, like, I, I don't feel like I wrap my head around it properly. Yeah. Um, movies we did actually find, but... Weren't what we were expecting, but we really liked uh, Summer Wars in particular. That's oh, a yeah. good one. That was not what I was expecting at not all. Not at all. Yeah, like, uh, I, I saw... It was uh, Comic-Con's their first... They had uh, they were showing them at the, the Gateway Movie Theater. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, they were showing... Uh, they showed uh, My Neighbor Totoro. They showed Princess Mononoke. And it was cool, because Princess Mononoke was in the original 35mm film. Oh, see, that's how oh, I first nice. saw it. Like, um, but the very first time good. I saw Princess Mononoke was when I was 10, mm. and it was the original Japanese, uh, sub, and it was a, like, original 35mm, and it was in theaters, and... It's cool. Yeah. Especially, like, like, um, it's, like, cool with, like, the digital age where everything's all nice and clean, mm-hmm. and then you have the, the actual, um... The 35 millimeter, the like, small little imperfections, like you just see like little grain and stuff like that, and it kind of it adds to the the uh, atmosphere. I wish ten yeah. year old me would have appreciated it more. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was back when I had the attention span of a gnat, <laughs> and so me and my sister were just like goofing off the whole movie, and then my older sister and my dad were like sitting there like super into the movie, and we're just like we can't read, and ran around. <laughs> the sub- subtitles were hard when I was ten, but yeah. <laughs> It does. I mean, it definitely does. But I mean, I'm more of a dub person. But yeah, subs. You you have to pay so much attention to it all the time. But I, I, I don't think, mind that. I think high school trained me to get used to subs because I would always borrow like my friends like illegal DVDs of anime who were just like we bootlegged this and burned it onto a disc so you could go watch it. <laughs> and I remember it was Full Moon Wasagashite was the anime that I watched completely in uh, subs for the very first time. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember getting so into it that, like, I would walk away from the TV and I'd be talking to, like, my mom or my brother or something, and I'd be actively looking for subtitles. I'm like, I can't understand you anymore. <laughs> that's, that's, that's when you know you've left the realm of, you know, reality. That's when you know you're an otaku. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's, that's the weeb, like, baptism. <laughs> well, well, gamers tend to have kind of the same effect. Mm-hmm. Like, after you've been playing a game that has save points for so long, eventually you get to the point where you just think, oh, well, I'll just save my life, and if anything yep, bad I- happens... <laughs> <laughs> it, that's how I was playing Persona. Like, legit. Like, I would get to, like, a point in my day, and I'd be like, I need a save. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Shit. You something bad happens later in the day and you're like oh this okay okay i'll just i'll just retry it and then you're like (laughs) wait though i'm a compulsive saver like with pokemon like i will save through two or three times in a row because like did i save Save yeah it's the gamer gamer equivalent of did i leave the stove on yeah i'm i'm the same way i like every time i go to save a game i will save it two times just to make sure i saved it yeah i think we're all guilty of that here at this table like I've done that before. Like sometimes, oh, I will try to rotate sometimes because, like, I usually one or two. Because oh, one time my brother accidentally deleted my save, or he overrided my save. <laughs> oh. He played a new game and overrided my first save. I'm like, Ugh. I know how that is. My little sister did that with one of my games, and I was literally right there at the very end, and I was just instantly discouraged from ever playing that game again. It it was really sad. Oh yeah, I, yeah when when I was a kid, um. Pokemon Silver, I actually had caught, like, a shiny in the wild, which back then (laughs) was, like, the rarest thing that could ever happen. Like, if you had a shiny that wasn't a Game Shark shiny or a a shiny Gyarados, Gyarados. then you were, like, the coolest kid. Like, you found that? Where did you find it? And so I had a shiny, I think it was a Golbat, that I found in the Dark Cave, and uh, my dad was so proud. He's just like, oh my gosh, my girl's, like, the coolest Pokemon player ever, and then the next morning, I woke up to find out my sister's friend wanted to play, and she's like, I didn't want to play your file, so I started my own. Oh my gosh. And Pokemon only had one save <laughs> file. Yeah. My dad got so mad at my sister. She's like, you need to keep your friends in line. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was just, you know, me being like, I think I was like 11 or 12, I was just in like, I was so upset that I couldn't even be mad phase. Like, I was just crying. Yeah. And I was like... Because Pokemon was, like, my life at the time. Oh, gosh. Same here. Like, my cousin did that to me, too. She... I wasn't that far. I think it was only to the second gym in red, like, mm-hmm. Misty. But it was still... I was like, oh, I gotta start all over. <laughs> but, yeah, it sucks when that well, happens. I think for it, me, it def- wasn't even, like, the starting over. Because, I mean, I could start over as many times as I want still have fun with it. But, yeah. It, it was the losing shiny. the shiny. Well, yeah. and to, depending on what your starter is as well. Yeah. You know, it depends on... How long you're grinding to actually beat Brock? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, was, and... I was dumb. I chose Charmander. <laughs> <laughs> Charmander was difficult mode, man. So I, I chose Charmander too. And then like later, uh, learned... Bulbasaur was for the weak. Yeah. Hey, you shut your face. Bulbasaur is best starter. <laughs> you just glide through the first two. Mm-hmm. Just glide through the very first two gems without any problems. You don't have any issues until you get to like the eighth gym or the seventh or eighth gym and by yeah. then you already have like plenty of water Pokemon. So yeah. Bulbasaur mm-hmm. is easy mode. Oh yeah. <laughs> My dad Bulbasaur also, is still best Pokemon. My dad also picked Bulbasaur. Just because he thought it was cute. 
So, and I'm just like, Dad, you're a wuss. I'm going with the fire lizard. Because, <laughs> yeah, and then, like, later I learned more about um, Caterpie and Butterfree, and cat, you could use Confusion, which was a psychic <laughs> attack, and hit Brock. Like, okay, it's just normal. It's not It's not like before it was like, Scratch, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> Brock, throw. Normal attacks <laughs> doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> just going to light this rock on fire. <laughs> C- cook my bacon on it. <laughs> have to be special like ash beat beat onyx with it pikachu using the sprinkler Sprinkler system system. (laughs) yes (laughs) it's not regulation all right cheating freaking ash i'm sure i want to use chocolate rupees yeah actually hand me one i wanted i have yet to actually open these yeah justin was kind enough to bring us some chocolates from the truffle cottage yes and and popcorn Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Toblerones. Yes. How, how nice of him. They deserve the Toblerones. So. <laughs> Still haven't we seen deserve, anything of that. We deserve the big Toblerone. You're, you're lucky. You're <laughs> not, seriously not are. missing I, out. I might uh, drink a lot and marathon it. I, I feel like you have, I feel like you have to drink a lot to marathon it. Um, according to some reviewers, uh, you get halfway through that series and you already feel drunk. So it's weird. It's. <laughs> It's like it's a ripoff. Like there's a there's a Ron Mahaff episode where it's like the what's we call it Jane Smith's OC turns into <laughs> a girl. <laughs> or no, so one of his friends turns his friends turns into a girl, and the other person turns into a panda, which is like Ron Mahaff. And I'm like, you I, bastards! You I feel rip like this thing off. I feel like Neo Yokio is like that thing that we would see in like cartoons growing up, where it's like. The kid that has, like, the really rich parents mm-hmm. wouldn't put any work into anything. They would just make their parents buy what they want. And I feel like that's what Neo Yokio is, was just Jaden Smith making his making dad his, buy his him rich an dad anime. Buy him an well, anime. Yeah, it, it, well, <laughs> on my, uh, the podcast at Anime Bonsai, me and my sister, like, he probably, like... Will Smith probably talked to him, like, give my son an anime. Uh, <laughs> or, oh, I'm doing this Netflix they got thing. Some, they got some of the best, like, anime directors and writers behind it, too. And they got so Ju- you... Jude Law, is, uh, he's his robot butler. Yeah, <laughs> it's so like you... they, could, they, have a ca- they actually have a cast, and it's Yeah, weird. I mean, you, you gotta know that Will Smith was on the phone, like, I just need the best guy in Japan just, just, to work on my son's just, anime. You, like, you want me to make, what's that movie? Calling, calling up a few in, uh... favors. Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm just like, I, that, that's just what I think. I don't know how they got such a hype production level out of and actors and yeah. all this stuff and it's weird. like it so, feels like everything that should be good but it was it, it had no heart it shouldn't you be know, good like, anyway because it's just like hey i'm rich like me and my gucci bags and yeah. all this designer <laughs> stuff and toblerones and toblerone clearly has been the best investment toblerone has ever made because oh, yeah. i cannot <laughs> tell you how many people have bought toblerones because of that anime yeah, because like, the the ones I brought over, I got from Costco, and they're just it's about it's like six bars in one. Well, yeah, the, the boxes, but they actually have a it's a gigantic one, like three feet. Oh wide, yeah, absolutely. Like one hundred twenty bucks on Amazon. I'm like, oh my gosh, a lot of people I probably mean, bought that. I feel like Toblerone absolutely read the script for this anime, and we're like, we're gonna be the biggest meme of the year. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were getting into. They had to have. <laughs> But, oh yeah, but don't. I, I I damaged myself for my own podcast because <laughs> I was like, okay, what am I gonna watch? I'm gonna suffer through this. It's like that in Death Note, <laughs> which is a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're back on topic. <laughs> yes, back back to on topic. I was, I, was, I, was, I was gonna say, you know, we we should get back 
to to <laughs> something we have seen, which recently Mary and the Witch's Flower. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Mary and the Witch's Flower was fantastic. I I really liked it. It was it was really cute. Mm-hmm. You can it is not Studio Ghibli, but you can definitely see the Ghibli influences in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it, a lot of the animators from Ghibli had. They've, much, they've moved over to yeah, that studio. Yeah, they moved studio. over to a new studio, so that's why it feels so Ghibli-esque. Uh, we were watching, because after the movie was over, they did like a little interview segment with like the lead animators and writers, and that was interesting. Like I didn't know it was based off of a book until yeah. they got to that little segment. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know this was a thing. But absolutely adorable, probably some of the best animation I've seen come mm-hmm. from any of the animators working there and that includes like some of their big titles so what did you guys think of it it was good i liked it it's a good it's a good kids movie like i'm not mm-hmm. like i don't know i'm i'm so i'm so like dug into like princess mononoke with violence and everything all <laughs> over the place but it's like it's a good little movie the power of friendship and it, i it, swear there was a part like when they she was when she was riding the little little deer or whatever. It's like, oh, it looks like Yakul. It's baby Yakul. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. I miss Yakul. Uh, I liked the dub for it as well. Like, yeah, it I liked, was a pretty good dub. Uh, they went with the, like the British accents, which was really cute. The whole thing felt kind of Harry Potter-esque, where yeah. if the you know professors from Hogwarts were all corrupt. Yeah. Like, not as <laughs> then- corrupt as Umbridge, but, like, getting there. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, of course, you had uh, the the ex Broom's writing instructor who was yeah, he was what was great. he Irish? Yeah. Oh, he was the best character. He, he was. Irish. I loved him. Yeah. He was. Go see the movie just for him. Like legit, he was the real MVP of that entire show. Oh yeah. Because he was just like, what disaster happening? All these things are burning down. The school is in chaos. Oh, that's all right, because you left your broom sitting somewhere. I wanted to make sure you got it. Like, You need to take better care of your broom. Yeah. <laughs> what? You children were about to be murdered? Stop being so dramatic. Here's your broom. <laughs> it was great. Like, it, it had that nice level of like quirkiness and fun to it that I think drew people to Studio Ghibli a lot with like Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. And it's it's definitely a lot more upbeat and happy than a lot of Miyazaki's films. Yeah. To be honest. I don't know what you're talking about. Miyazaki never had any dark movies. <laughs> All of his movies were like dark with like watercolor put on top of it. Mm-hmm. It's just like here's like the worst humanity has to offer, but we're gonna light it really well. <laughs> Well, that's all you have to do. You just need to put shit in good lighting, and it'll make a great <laughs> painting, right? Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> but, yeah, like, um... So, if you're looking more for, like, the darker tones, like uh, Mononoke, or uh, even, like, the undertones, like Spirited Away or Castles in the Sky, you may not enjoy Mary and the Witch's Flower as much, but I do think that kind of the more upbeat... You know, quirky, throwing in a random joke here and there. Stuff is actually really enjoyable. I think so. It's- so something mm-hmm. more like My Neighbor Totoro. Yeah. yeah. Well, even My Neighbor Totoro was pretty dark. It like- it, it did. It, it got it had its dark section, but mm-hmm. yeah. for for a lot of the movie, it was it was kind of fun. 
Yeah. You know, rather than having that. It was very upbeat. And then, like, I thought the mom had, like, cancer or some terminal illness. It's like, yeah. oh. Oh, she's just got a cold. This was not the movie <laughs> she's just got a cold. Back, back to the, the colds <laughs> in Japan being killer. Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah. Like, every another thing anime has taught us is that uh, anybody in anime cannot survive a cold. And it's like, oh, I was out in the rain for 30 minutes. I'm going to die. Like, legit, everybody in anime is like, she, she went into the rain without her umbrella. Yeah. I need, I need to no, get no. her to a hospital. No, not even that. They, I've seen anime where characters get splashed with water and get sick, and they're sick for like two days. <laughs> I would look would like to point out the fact that uh, Card Captors has actually been doing a really good job of like when Sakura just gets soaking wet, she just comes home and dries her clothes, and her father's like, "Are you gonna be okay?" She's like, "Yeah, I just, just my clothes are wet. Like I'm fine." <laughs> yeah, like she she never gets like the melodramatic sick in the new series, and that transitions into the movie I saw, which was. Absolutely fantastic. It was actually an old movie that, like, was made way back in, with the old series. It was supposed to be the conclusion to the old series. And they released it here in theaters just, like, last month. And it was fun because then at the end of the movie they showed us, like, the, uh, like, episode zero for the clear card arc. And it was just, like, the transition between 90s to... 2018 was just it was such a hard transition (laughs) yeah the styles come a long way absolutely we're just like everything in like the old series is so 90s like look we have flip phones and nobody else does because this is still (laughs) new technology (laughs) and now everybody has like and now it's like look i have a flip phone from the 90s yeah no they don't even have flip phones in the new series anymore they all have smartphones oh okay Like, and I th- at first I thought I was like, okay, well, that can still kind of logically make sense if it's, like, uh, Tomoe's mother is specially making them just for her and her friends. But then you see, like, her brother has one, too, and her dad has one. And I'm like, all right, well, what year is this? Because this only took place, like, a year after the previous events, but all this technology has advanced so much. Hmm. Time travel. Yeah. <laughs> Japan just advances way faster than the rest of the world. It's true. Why, why do you think they went from a feudal Japan to being what they are today in, what's it been, 300 years? Yeah, they've advanced so much. <laughs> Which is kind of ironic because, from my understanding, Japan actually didn't transition to the smartphone until just a few years ago. Mm. Even though like they had the technology, nobody used it because they're just like, our flip phones connect to the internet. And no, n- no, it's, it's true. I've In fact, I've seen... in. In recent years, smartphones have become a lot more prevalent in anime. Yeah. You know, before, say, even just five years ago, everyone in anime just had a flip phone. Well, not You'd even find the anime, occasional like person had a, a smartphone, but for the most it was... Well, now we have an anime about somebody using a smartphone. So... What? <laughs> it's called In Another Universe with a Smartphone. Yeah, no, let's, <laughs> let's not talk about that one. <laughs> I've heard it was so bad. Yeah, I mean, isekai is like the only thing no anybody knows how to write now. But it's sad and true at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and we got off subject again. <laughs> it, happens. <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> I think we expected it. it. Uh, there was one movie I actually want to talk a lot about, and I don't know if Justin's seen it or not, and Tyler knows which one I'm talking about. 
I, I do. Yeah. And be before you get too far into it, I want to say it does involve a subject I wanted to talk about in a podcast in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So the movie is called Aura Koga Maruin's Last War. So if if That's- you want to. Not the one I wanted to talk not about. Not that one? I thought that was the one you were wanted no, to talk about. Um, the one about bowling. Bowling? Bullying. Oh, bullying. Yeah. Oh. I can't talk. <laughs> you, you know bully. this. They're like, what? Yeah, we... we <laughs> this new sports I, I have to ask. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm waiting for the curling anime, okay? Speaking of sports so, anime, so, Tyler, did you see? There's going to be a... What's it called? A badminton anime. Bad- yes. No. I need my. I need my curling. Okay. Oh, but here's here's the revolutionary thing about the badminton anime, though. It's not a bunch of pretty boys. It's girls with real physics. Real physics. Yeah. So I mean, they bounce, but it's not like they have a mind of their own. Oh, okay. So- <laughs> and of course, I'm talking about the jiggle physics, which we got in a lot of quote unquote female sports animes where their boobs are just like, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> Uh, this one, you they have actually to say, calm your tits a lot. Yeah, like, yeah, seriously, like, de-stress your breasts, man. But <laughs> so, uh, so this one about bullying. Yeah. Um, a silent voice. Is that no, the one you wanted to talk about? No, um, it's on your shelf. On my shelf. Yeah, I can never remember the name of it. Okay, go find it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's right over there. Somewhere. Well, while we wait for it. Oh, maybe that was the name of it. That what? was it. I told you. Oh. Aura. Koga Maruin's just... Last War. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, you're right. I just, I didn't think the name was that long. Yeah, it's it's basically Aura, but it has the subtitle of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Aura. That's, that's what I want to talk so about. So it, like I, like I said, it is a subject I want to talk about and in another podcast. So we if could... you want to just give a brief explanation... Of I mean, it. We, That'd we, be can, great. we can kind of touch on the subject here because, I mean, it's not like we're going to cover the full podcast here with just that subject. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, so um, it's about this uh, guy who basically, like, the moment he starts high school, he basically wants to erase his entire, like, junior high profile. And he wants to start fresh and be one of the cool kids, like, the guy that gets all the attention and is so mysterious and quiet and all the girls want to date. And so he naturally, like, you know, first week of high school, he makes it in with the popular clique, and they're just like, oh, this guy's cool, like, and then one day this uh, girl appears claiming to, or claiming to be a magical wizard from another world, and she transfers into a school, and she's constantly, like, trying to use magic. No, she's in his class from the very start, but she never goes. Oh, yeah. And so she basically gets bullied all the time by, like, the popular clique. Because they're like, wow, she's a freak, she's a weirdo, she's a cosplayer, she's a nerd, all that stuff. And it's it goes very, very heavy into detail about, like, the bullying. And you find out, like, this guy, you know, he's trying to get people to stop bullying her. But if he stands up for her, he's going to get bullied. And he doesn't want to lose his, like, cool guy rep. Yeah. And and it's it's not just her. It's... There's there's got to be five people in his class that are all like that. Yeah. And and they look up to him for whatever reason. Like it it, it explains it kind of in in the movie, but Yeah, like we 
we can't really go into the details about like why he's so involved in this without spoiling major plots of the movie but ultimately the theme of the movie is like this idea of being bullied Hmm. just for liking something you like and being who you are and being true to yourself and it's a message that really resonated with me personally because i was bullied in high school like i had rocks thrown at me and i had a black eye like twice during my senior year and all that stuff so i mean i it's definitely something i think people should check out especially if you're in the cosplay community because I'm sure a lot of cosplayers could resonate a lot with that message of people kind of treating them like outcasts. Yeah, it, it is definitely one I recommend. It's, it's as you said, something that I think a lot of us could connect with um, for various different reasons, you know, and at the same time, it's like, it, it's a good story. Yeah. So, so I would check it out. The name is Aura. A-U-R-A. Yeah, um, I, I came. I, I came across it. I don't know a legal streaming site available for it. Like it's not on Crunchyroll, and I. I don't know if there is a legal place to watch it online. Uh, yeah, so I. So you may I just have know. to pick up a copy of the DVD or Blu-ray. Yes, it. I came across it because I was shopping online for a different anime as a nerd and i saw <laughs> this it was right right stuff or no it was oh. um because i went nuts at right stuff anime. yeah right, <laughs> you, you right probably, stuff is good you could probably I, find it on right stuff i got oh, yeah. it from robert's anime corner store oh I'll so yeah so and it was it was on sale they were they were having their big sale i got it for had to have been 12 bucks and it was it was great like i said i definitely recommend it for anyone Cause yeah, I don't even think this one was dubbed by Funimation, so I don't even think you get it through them. Probably like Sentai Filmworks. Yeah, or... it, it's Sentai Filmworks. Yeah, yeah, they're they're out in LA and Funimation's Texas. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh... so, I'm surprised you knew that. I didn't. <laughs> oh, I... he's bringing the info. Well, I'm I'm the dub person. I love dubs, so I've always known. Like whenever I look at a a cat like. Of Funimation versus Sentai versus well ADV back in the day before they oh, died I out. I miss ADV versus like Central Park Media, which was in New York, mm-hmm. which they all moved down to ADV. Like I, I followed, I followed dubs a lot, um, so I know like oh Canadian dubs. I know remember, remember uh, Genion US. Yeah, well yeah. they used to be Pioneer, and then they turned into Genion or whatever. Yeah, because there was a Genion in Japan, and basically by ma- becoming Genion US, you they automatically got all the dubbing rights to all the Genion anime. Yeah. Which were all delivering really high-quality titles, such as Lane and Helsing, and mm-hmm. all, like, really big titles of the 90s. Oh, yeah, that's, like... So that, I, that was, like, a monopoly they really wanted to jump on. Oh, yeah, because it was, like, that. Genion and Funimation. Gainax were probably 90s big names yeah, oh, yeah absolutely and uh adv which was the dubbing company that got uh vic Mignana yeah into the dubbing industry in the first place before he went to funimation yeah because i i don't know what happened to adv i don't know like they just closed down or i don't know they sure. they they um probably internal <laughs> they were overrun by funimation like a lot of the actors oh, yeah. worked for both companies and Oh, yeah. Eventually, they just couldn't keep up or get the dubbing rights for a lot of stuff, so. Yeah. Which was sad, because they had a lot of really good ones. Oh, yeah. I like, there's a lot of voice actors that I loved from ADV that aren't mm-hmm. really in Funimation anymore, and 
one of them came back, and I'm like, yay, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. I know, like, most of my favorites transitioned to Funimation. Yeah. I know quite a bit did. I think Funimation bought out a lot when yeah. uh, during that period when those companies were starting to go under. Yeah, oh, Funimation yeah. bought out Genion. I know that. Yeah, it's like a lot of their, a lot of the DVD releases are old. Yeah. <laughs> old um, Gideon or actors from LA. Like, they didn't redub them, they just kind of just re-released them. Yeah. Funimation. And I know Funimation, like, a lot of the actors also made the transition to video game companies as well, so. Because they're like, hey, if I'm not doing anime all the time, I might as well do video games as just well. Just do random noises. Yeah. <laughs> Being a voice actor work, sounds fun. Work for an RPG or Blizzard. I mean, you get dialogue. I said but. sounds. <laughs> Getting head shakes from our producer over here. <laughs> I like he's really only... I can't tell if he's head shaking for anything I say because like there's a laptop in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. So I like to pretend like he hasn't been head shaking. It's, it's been me constantly. <laughs> Every word I say, just, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Except that one. I got a nod from there. He, he approves the fact that he disapproves of you. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's okay. I disapprove of me, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just being friends with Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> so, just a big ball of disappointment. Are there any films that you would recommend, Justin? Oh, there's a lot. Well, like obscure or otherwise. I'm trying to think because there's my anime collection is so scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lot of I it's, just like I, it's it's just one room. It just bookshelves upon bookshelves. I, I it's like, like that uh, Fifty Shades of Grey things. Like my hobbies are unusual. Show me as Justin's room of anime. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Like oh, I still well moving. Transitioning into my house, like, oh, like, because, well, my parents, parents passed away nine, ten years ago, and my brother passed away a couple years ago, so it's now my house, so it's, like, all their mess and my mess. Oh. <laughs> so I still have all these boxes of anime and everything, but I'm trying to, Ghibli movies are always good, and Boy and the Beast is good. You, you'll you see, if you, when you watch that, it's... I've, yeah. I've been told it's really good, we, and I've been looking it. forward to checking it out. I remember you saying that you saw that one with your sister. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I saw it with my sister, and, like, it was, fun- it was the funniest thing, because I was like, don't cry, Jill, don't cry at this part. And she did, well, she didn't cry, it was like, if I, w- if I wouldn't have warned her, <laughs> she probably uh, would. Seeing, seeing your name, uh, with you, your sister, and then two people that we literally met there at the theater, like, we walked in, and this girl, like, complimented my dress, and then before the lights went out, we were, like, showing each other our cosplays, and... Uh, me, her, and then Justin's sister, by the end of the movie, all three of us ugly, <laughs> just, crying. Just, just like waterfalls of tears. Uh, that is the this girl's fiancé is fine, Tyler's fine, and Justin's fine. Like, I just and, wiped away, like, two tears. Yeah, when and, she didn't even notice. <laughs> and... Uh, the fi- to be fair, the fiancé was just like, the only reason I'm not ugly crying is because I've already seen this movie. Otherwise, I'd be there with you guys. <laughs> and, like, Tyler's laughing at me, and I'm just like, stop laughing at me, you jerk. And this girl that I just met, she's just like, divorce him or break up with him or whatever. <laughs> you, you don't deserve that in your life. And I'm like, oh, he's just a friend. She's like, then unfriend him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
As with me and this girl exchanged... I have uh, no soul. We exchanged Facebook information, because I'm like, you don't ugly cry with a girl in the movie theater and not become friends. Like... That, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that was great, because, like, um, for Christmas, I actually got the Nendoroids, Taki and Mitsuka. Oh. I'm so jealous. I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> Because it was the funniest thing, because like, we're in Bonsai, and she's like, I still ha- I need to get your like, your Christmas present. It still hasn't got here. You better not buy anything your name or I'll stab you. <laughs> <laughs> your sister's great. Oh, yeah. But I'm, uh I'm trying to think of movies. There's, yeah, I think Castle, Castle of Cagliostro is one of the loop on the third one. is my. That was the first movie that I knew was anime. That was like anime. That was the first, like, this is anime. I want to watch more of this stuff. It is... See, I, I think for me, it was actually Escaflone was probably the first movie that I realized was anime. I I think the Escaflone movie is the only version of Escaflone I've seen. Like, which, from my understanding, isn't a bad thing since it's just the series, but just, like, reanimated. It, it, reanimated and shortened. Like, yeah. the, the series has a lot of stuff that isn't in the movie obviously so it's like uh the madoka magica movies where movie one and movie two are just the entire series condensed and then re not completely reanimated but like uh they added a lot of stuff to it like look here's prettier backgrounds hmm i might have to consider that because i haven't i've watched only a little bit mm-hmm. of Mad- uh, Mad- yeah, madoka magica whatever but like, if that's just the case, I might just do that. Yeah, no, absolutely just watch the first two movies. Because it's like, uh, what's the Evangelion? Like, the Inve- yeah, Evangelion, one of those movies was just a, a retelling. The, the Neon Genesis Evangelion, yeah. yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it made me laugh, because, like, Dan- Daniel, uh, he watched, he had him on, he got him on Netflix, kind of ordering through the DVDs, mm-hmm. and then he watched the movies. like, oh, you should watch the movie with me, and he was so <laughs> pissed, he's like, this is the same damn thing all over again. I already watched this! <laughs> That's how I felt first watching the Madoka movies, I was just like, oh my gosh, there's three movies on Netflix, I'm gonna watch them all, and then I'm like, get, I'm watching the first one, I'm like, this is just the anime, but they <laughs> took out a few scenes and made it prettier, <laughs> like, that's, so when I got Tyler to watch Madoka, I pretty much just... <laughs> I don't know if you're recording or taking a picture. I think he was taking a picture. Okay. <laughs> he could be recording us and I wouldn't know. Well, technically he is recording us and I do know. Yeah. But, um, so when I got Tyler to watch Madoka, I just had him watch the movies. I'm like, don't even bother with the anime. Like, there's a few things they leave out that I, I'm kind of sad. Like, uh, what Mommy's Wish was and and the just some of the more uh, disheartening things that aren't really important. But just kind of like, look, we're going to make you cry a little bit. <laughs> But, yeah, like... All the feels. All the feels. And then the actual Madoka movie, which is the third one, according to Netflix, uh, that one is the actual, actual movie. <laughs> and that one is... That one's in- insane. Like, it feels like you're gonna end it, and it's just like, oh, this is gonna be a happy ending, and everything's gonna work out, and then, no, nope, <laughs> no, nope, this is not the end of the movie, we're gonna go on for another 30 minutes, and you're gonna hate it by the end of it, like... But everybody's gonna cosplay this now because oh, 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 didn't you know you're not allowed to have you're happy not allowed in to anime. be happy. Well, and then they like leave it off with this cliffhanger like there was going to be another movie, and then the director of the animation is like, nope, nope, I'm killing this franchise off. <laughs> and then there's Never been mind. so many like fake trailers and teasers for another movie since. 
I think it's like their annual hobby. They're just like, we're gonna release another Madoka trailer that's kind, never gonna turn into anything. Kind of like the the annual uh, April Fool's joke of releasing a trailer for a live action Legend of Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> except yeah. worse because this one stomps your heart into the ground every time. <laughs> And you see about a million fan theories, and those fan theories never go away. People are like, remember that one trailer where Sayaka did this one thing, and now it's canon because it was in a trailer? And it's like, no, because it didn't happen, because it was a joke. Yeah, Jackass. So. <laughs> <laughs> I could get into a, like an entire episode just talking about Madoka. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to save that for the Magical Girls. Yeah, <laughs> we will be doing a Magical Girl episode. It's going to be magical. Let's see. Pun fully intended. It's going to be featuring uh, my favorite magical girl, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler is best magical girl. It's true. <laughs> and you, once you see his transformation sequence, you'll never look at another magical girl again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> might not ever look at another magical girl at all. You might just go blind, actually. So... <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've joked, uh, did we give you time to think, Justin? <laughs> or did we fry your brain? You probably fried my brain <laughs> the last minute with that. <laughs> no, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun. I like to think of like when I used to, when yeah, getting into anime. There was there was one. It's called Ninja Scroll. I don't know if you've ever heard oh, of that one. Oh, I have that one. I've I've seen the series. I haven't uh, watched the movie. The movie is actually much better than the series. Yeah. The movie is awesome. Uh, I had a hard time getting into it because I was a kid. So. <laughs> yeah, I know that one's like hard to get into. Like it's it's so mature. Like there's boobs, it is insanely mature. Like boobs and violence and cool like s- slashing people's arms off and yeah. And that that's only you know the shallow end of the pool. I mean, yeah, I might. I I mean, now I think I've kind of, like, uh, been diluted from things like Devilman Crybaby. And <laughs> so I could probably handle it oh, now. But oh, gosh. <laughs> that, 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 that series definitely. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I, I love, love it, it, too. Like, yeah. It was the funniest thing, because, like, um, trying to... My sister, well, she's been liking the... the we've been trying to watch the Junji Ito collection. It's... Yeah. Um... And, like, she's like, this is kind of weird. I also started watching that not she's, too long she's ago. She's been a little like, this is a little weird. And it's like, Jill, how are you going to get into Devil Man Crybaby? This so, has got to... <laughs> Junji, the Junji Ito collection, if you ever read the comics for Junji Ito, they, they make you think. Like, it's not so much just, like, you know, brutal kind of horror. It's more just, like, psychological horror, which is... And a visual horror, which is absolutely fantastic. And I don't know if the anime has quite gone there. There's some episodes that I've watched of the anime where it's like, okay, yeah, they kind of nailed that story. Like, I think that's the best you could do with an anime interpretation. Then other episodes, I'm like, oh, why are you butchering his work? Like, just, the pacing like is the, so bad. The characters. Just like the, the first episode with yeah. the annoying kid. Yeah. yeah, Sochiro, who, mind you, is pretty annoying in the comics. And any, any Junji Ito with a reoccurring character like Sochiro is not a great... Junji Ito, in my opinion. Some people disagree, but uh, I think he's only ever had one reoccurring character that people really, really liked, and she hasn't made it into the anime yet, so... Mm. <laughs> Even though she's in the opening song. But yeah, I, 
I think June. I think Devil Man Crybaby. If you're gonna look for something creepy and scary and all that, I would recommend Devil Man Crybaby over Junji Ito. And oh, I would yeah. say just go read the Junji Ito comics. No, I I agree because like yeah, Devil Man Crybaby. I, I really liked it. It was really good. And yeah, there's tits and yeah, <laughs> tits and violets everywhere. And and <laughs> oh yeah, but it's kind of like, how do you summon the as, devil though? As 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 party normally. Yeah. As as I was telling Candace, you gotta the other you gotta day. have a lot of sex, drugs, and then murder people. Yeah, you gotta like go all the way. You gotta like go down to that moral. Yeah, <laughs> beyond that. Yeah, as as I was telling Candace the other day, like the the people in Devilman Crybaby are really messed up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like, Parading around a bonfire with dismembered body parts on pikes, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, it's, they're they're messed up in the head. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things I really liked about it, and this is a little spoilery, but not but much, is uh, you find out that there's actually multiple like people that are considered like devil men, like the people that are still have their human hearts but are possessed by demons. And by the end of the series, they get to kind of choose their alignments, like. It's not one of those, like, everybody that has a human heart is good and everybody who has a demon heart is bad. It's like, some of the devil men are like, well, we're part demon, we're going to choose to side with the demons. And we're part human, we're going to side with the humans, kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's about as spoilery as I'm going to get with it. Because <laughs> it's fantastic, you should go just watch it. Like If, if you can stomach the violence, you'll oh, yeah. probably <laughs> like it. Yeah. It is yeah, not real. rated E for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know even Ew. some people that are pretty good with mature content that still had a hard time stomaching this anime. It was like, whether it be like the art style was so unusual for them or just the themes or even the pacing of it they thought was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody for multiple reasons, but I think it's fantastic. I, I just got to say, for me personally, the most disturbing part of it was the running that the devils did. <laughs> yeah. it's, the new, it's the new Naruto run. <laughs> it's, that's right. If I could run like that, I really would. <laughs> <laughs> like, check, like, and in the end, you just eat shit. Just no, <laughs> say, I don't know how you run like that without just grinding your face to the ground. <laughs> A lot of momentum. Yeah. I think the more, the faster you go, the scarier it would be, though. You'd literally just... Yeah. Like, that, one that, loose pebble is going to fucking that, pick you out. That, that is very true. That's why I admire people who can actually do the skeleton run. Going down a slide of ice, the ninety miles an hour with your face like three inches from the ice, mm-hmm. you know that's scary. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, Devil May Cry Baby. It's not a movie, but we still recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll probably it'll probably be mentioned on here more than once. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like I, I kind of want to do a whole episode about it, but I think every anime podcast I've ever listened to has already done an episode about it, and I don't know if there's anything to talk about that hasn't already been talked about. So I recommend, uh, if you're not sure whether or not to get into it, go, go check out some of the other podcasts that have mentioned it. Like, literally just type in anime podcast. I'm sure you'll find one that's done an episode. Or you can be brave and dive balls deep and just marathon that shit. Oh, that's what I did. <laughs> I recommend it. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was like yeah, like I always hear uh, people were always thinking it was weird. Like it's so weird, and it's like it is weird, but that's what makes that's it good. My kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. so just like, like why not? It's like are you new to anime? Because if oh, exactly. if you are, you're not gonna like it. Oh exactly. Uh, it doesn't follow the three episode rule. It follows the five minute rule. If you can't handle the first five minutes, <laughs> you're not gonna be able to like the same. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. 
I, seriously, by the first episode, like, I, I know a lot of people are like, man, that first episode was so intense. And it's like, oh, honey. Oh, honey, you haven't even, you haven't even got to episode. <laughs> you haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're just veterans that have just, like, seen everything. And it doesn't like I said, I saw, I, saw, I saw Ninja Scroll as a kid, so the desensitized aspect is already gone. Oh, yeah, because that one... That one's nuts, because, like, it's cool, because there's a dude with, like, a rock, he has rock powers, he, like, can turn into a rock, and he throws this, like, big, like, blade boomerang thing, and cuts <laughs> everyone up, and then he, like, grabs someone's, like, arm, and, like, drinks their blood, like, ah. Was that the one that tried to do, like, Japanese Jesus? Or was uh, there, there was another ninja one that was also, like, super gory and violent, that one of the characters was just Japanese Jesus. No, it's something different because this every culture has a Jesus. I think that might be Ninja Gaiden, might be or Ninja Gaiden's a game. Ninja no, Gaiden's a game series. You're right. It's it is one that's it's like Ninja, ninja something. I saw it's Ninja it something. By, so yeah. I think it was done by ADV. It was like dude had like an eye patch. Yeah, and he had like had like black hair and just like kind of like this. One's yeah, like kinda that one I couldn't even get through because again I was a kid. To the Google. All I remember about that one is Japanese Jesus. <sighs> forget what it's called but yeah that one like they were these guys are trying to steal gold and stuff like that and like they're the 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 female love interest kind of she had like poison she had a poison body yeah but um the the rock dude is like ninja resurrection yeah, that's, that's it ninja it resurrection that's what it is <laughs> There we go. That was not that great. Google has all the answers. Yeah. That one was weird. I've only seen, like, just the... When ADV used to have, like, little uh, previews and stuff. It was like, someone had, like, a, a, a cross rocket launcher or something <laughs> crazy. I'm like, what is it? Like, like okay. For when you cheesy. really need to exercise that vampire. Okay. <laughs> it was weird. I I'm think like, okay. cross uh, rocket launcher, I think Trigun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think of that, too, but, like... He was literally firing it from his shoulder <laughs> with the cross. And I was like, what the hell is this thing? Yeah. <laughs> Anime was interesting when it first came. When it first did. I feel like Ninja Resurrection was like that cruel joke that like adults are like, oh, you'll love this movie. It's about ninjas. <laughs> I was 10. But uh, let's Don't see. watch it. It's bad. I, I have to like go back to like what I used to watch because like... That was, that was when you used to watch anime on it, VHSs. Oh, <laughs> uh, we want to go obscure uh, anime movies from childhood. And it's funny because I do consider this an obscure film, even though it resonates from a non-obscure series, and that would be the Yu Yu Hakusho movie. Uh, is, that, that is fair <laughs> because I haven't seen it. It's yeah. one that I recommend. If you want to have like one of those crazy anime nights where you just laugh, watch the uh, dub because... Like, if you ever think of, like, back of, like, the stereotype, like, English dub of Japanese movies, like Godzilla, where their, like, mouths are moving and nothing is coming out, <laughs> that is the Yu Yu Hakusho movie. It's, it's, it's like their mouths move for a three whole seconds. Yeah, it's like, oh! And then their mouths are still moving. And and then, and then oh off, off topic, it's like, you know, off, off uh, match, so the sound comes out, you know, half a second later. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, there was legit, like, uh... And I'm not even exaggerating this. There's a moment where Kurama is just like, let's go. And his mouth is still moving. <laughs> yeah, and it like sat there for like five seconds. And if you look really closely, his lips are still moving. You can barely tell because he's kind of a small character in that shot. But Oh, my God. <laughs> as like, if you don't notice his mouth is moving, it's literally just them standing there for like an awkward amount of time. 
<laughs> sounds like one of those movies that we need to get drunk to. It's it's fan. If you watch the original Japanese sub, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> it's it doesn't fit in the canon of the franchise at all, but it's actually so, pretty so, good. So, as so in other words, it's another series that d- the dub has ruined. Yeah, it's it's one of those <laughs> series that now is one of the reasons people hate dubs. Yeah. Absolutely. And it was done by uh, this dub company that I don't think exists anymore. It was like a uh, Big Apple dub or something. No. And I, don't, I honestly don't think they did a lot of stuff. I think that's um, the central part. Yeah, they were a little weird, weird, little weird back in the day, but it's dubs have gotten better over time. There was another... Yeah, yeah, they, dubs well, have yeah, definitely they, gotten better. In, there was in another years, Yu Yu Hakusho movie, too. It wasn't even a real movie. It was a 30-minute OVA. But because, like, American companies didn't know what OVA was, they just called it Yu Yu Hakusho the movie. Yeah. And so it was 30 minutes long, and it was done by Anime Works, which is another really obscure dubbing company that doesn't exist anymore. This one is just bad no matter how you watch it. Well, they they (laughs) exist as their hentai corporation oh i didn't know that <laughs> they're called kitty media now oh, <laughs> oh. there was like tyler kitty knows kitty media, media I, apparently I, I do know kitty media <laughs> <laughs> maybe one it's day it's called I'll, hentai and it's art maybe one day i will give I tyler the, the reins story, of this damn it. <laughs> maybe one day i'll just completely like not show up and tyler can do a whole hentai episode i i don't think i want to do a whole hentai episode to be honest Ooh. Like, honestly, who would I even have on as a guest? I've got a few people you could. (laughs) Siobhan's like, I know a guy. All right, our producer. I know girls. (laughs) Ooh, girls to talk trash with. Candace doesn't support my trash-watching behaviors. I I indulge it a little bit. (laughs) I was the person pushing you to buy that Aramanga Sensei figure. It's it's true, you did. I mean, mind you, when I told you, I'm like, yes, go ahead, spend your money on whatever you want, but I'm going to judge you for the rest of your life. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I don't know. You're an like, adult. Like I was, I was listening to one of Stefan's uh, podcasts, and and the the guest he had on, like she she has seen some of the shows that I've watched and I like, like mm-hmm. Monster Musume and Don Machi. And, you know, so so I feel like sometimes it would be nice to get a girl who I could actually talk to about with this <laughs> stuff, whereas you kind of don't pay attention to it. You're just like, okay, it's Tyler, he can do Tyler's his thing, but I'm not gonna... I can't take it seriously. I can't actually watch it. Like, I, you're an adult, you could do whatever you want. I, I can't actually watch it. Like... I claim that I'm judging that's, you, but I'm like, you know fair. what? You know what? I'm watching Sanrio Boys. Ty- Tyler can do his thing. Like, it's fine. Don't judge. Don't hate. <laughs> exactly. No. I, no. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm all about those harem animes, so I am like, whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think. The closest thing I've ever gotten into for a harem anime was Fruits Basket. And that's like, it barely qualifies as a harem anime. Mm-hmm. Like, it's technically see, one. See, it, it depends. There's some harem animes that I do like. And and then there's others, like um, Trinity 7. Mm-hmm. 
I did not like Trinity 7. I I watched the whole thing because mm-hmm. it was, as I said with Aura, it was on sale. I got it for super cheap. I felt like I had to watch it. Didn't like it. You guys are waiting for me to talk I'm eating a Toblerone. Yes. <laughs> I was saying that's fair. That's like... right. Put that Toblerone in your mouth. No, that's what I used to do. Like, sometimes I do that... The FYE, sometimes they have, like, really cheap used oh. anime and stuff. Oh, yeah. So I just, I'll just, like, oh, there's a full set of something for 15 bucks. We, we went to go get mm. anime movies there <laughs> for our research night. I ended up with a steal. I got a $5 Chromati High School DVD. Yeah! Chromati High is <laughs> that's, awesome. That's right. <laughs> Chromati High School. If you and, like comedy anime, that's just absolutely pointless. Like, oh, yeah. my brain is slowly killing itself while watching this, but I don't care. And, and then they had then they had the best deal ever there. Apparently, by one Rugrats Reptar bar, you get three for free. It's true. We got three <laughs> free Reptar bars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, oh. Apparently, and we might go back to FYU just so I could pick this up and check it out. There is a live action Chromati High School movie. I actually have it. So. <gasps> you have it? Is it good? It's not too bad. It's pretty funny. It's like, well, Mikazawa, like Mikazawa gets possessed. He's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's like the show. Oh, it's, that poor ordinary high school student. <clears throat> oh, I love that show. I will someday cosplay Mikazawa. I just need bad. to find something cylindrical. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. He's an ordinary high school student. You're right. What am Absolutely I thinking? Absolutely plain. <laughs> That is one of the best parts about that show is like the main character is just like, does anybody else realize he's a robot? And there's moments where it seems like the other characters are aware, but then you're never really sure. Yeah. And then all of them are like, is Mechazawa aware? And he's just like, oh, I'm just a lonely boy. <laughs> I'm just trying to get through high school without too much drama. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Mechazawa, I love you. Mm-hmm. I, I have... I need to find it, but I do have like little tiny little Mikazawa plush. My sister bought it for me one time. She's like, "You're Mikazawa." I was like, "Okay, I'm Mikazawa. Cool. Sure, why not?" Mikazawa's awesome. That's the figma I want. A Mikazawa figma. <laughs> good, good luck. It's gonna cost like seventy that's, bucks. That's that's that's, that's got to be one of those things that's so obscure. I don't think it'll ever be made. Yeah, yeah. like Kramati High School just needs to make like a comeback. So I could get a Mechazawa Figma. It, it, it was pretty great for sheer hilarity and stupidness. Yeah, oh. absolutely. Have you ever seen XL Saga? Yes. Oh, my <laughs> XL Saga. <laughs> oh, XL Saga. That's, that's like the 90s. Yeah. Just the 90s in general. That That's what XL Saga <laughs> completely you know, back, random. Back when everybody in Japan kept dogs for em- emergency food supply. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like cool. Um, they actually had merchandise. You could buy a grill with ninja. I over remember. It. Oh, <laughs> like it was a like, plush UV like, right with over. a drill uh, with a grill. <laughs> I felt bad. It was like I, I I wanted to get that for my cousin. I know his, so many his, people who bought that just so they could rip the grill off of it. Yeah, because they're just like you don't eat him. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I wouldn't eat little Menchie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unless it was an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the moments when Menchi actually thought that she genuinely loved him. Like, he would get, like, all glistened. I'm like, oh, she actually cares. It's like, mm-hmm. I can't have you dying. You're too valuable. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, that's why she's keeping me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the song at the end. I was like, please don't eat me. If you eat me, eat me in one bite or something. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Just like occasionally she's put like salt and pepper over yeah. it. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, well, I'm happy you guys know about that because like oh, absolutely, the princess that dies every episode. Yeah, yeah, or or doesn't always die, but always comes close to dying. Yeah, yeah. just bleeding and it's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> good good show for randomness. Oh yeah. yeah, that's a cosplay group I'd like to get together. No plot until like the final like six episodes. Well, <laughs> small plot, little little s- plot sprinkled here and sprinkled there. Sprinkled here, but then the plot just like foo ramped. I think that's. I think this might be an anime we may have to s- save for our retro mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, we do need to do a retro episode. Absolutely, we <laughs> yeah. need to do a retro episode. So I know more retro than more new stuff. So yeah. <laughs> so, so back to movies and retro. Yeah. You know. Oh, uh, we we got a lot of retro movies going on. Of course, and I'm, I mean, I'm surprised none of us have mentioned, you know, Akira. Well, he did mention Akira. Did you? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I must it have missed like it. It's a little blurp. Sorry. I'm blurp. Gonna, I'm gonna Akira I'm gonna confess a sin, you guys. <gasps> you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, gosh. Well, that, I think that. I you, know I need that, to. That, that, that explains a lot. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I I I I know I have to. I know that a lot of like a lot of the tropes from japan have come from that movie mm-hmm. yeah so. it's it's one of those that's just considered a classic nowadays yeah <laughs> uh, i mean uh i don't know if Devilman inspired the name akira or if the name akira inspired the main character of Devilman. i think Devilman inspired it because akira is the name of the main character in Devilman and always has been mm-hmm. and i think that's where they got the name actually and Akira has even become like kind of a common name in anime as well. Like, mm-hmm. uh, even Persona Five, the original name of the MC was Akira, and recently they've changed it to Ren. So, which my roommate was super upset about. She's like, Akira's a better name than Ren. <laughs> but I'm like, I like both names. But that's because I'm trash. Yeah, that's a good movie, and it, it took me three times watching it to actually get, understand it. <laughs> Because, yeah, I watched it as a kid. What the hell is this? <laughs> watch Me like, with every ninja movie that's been mentioned. I'm like, like, I watch all of these as a child. Like, 20, like, early 20s, and now, like, then I watched it, like, a few years, like, when the whole, uh, that Comic-Con had their film festival anime stuff, Summer Wars, and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, I actually get it now. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> my brain can wrap my head around this. Uh... Not super retro anime, but in the Full Metal Alchemist movie, I remember that was the first movie other than Mononoke that I saw in theaters, because oh. it was like a big special event for like Full Metal Alchemist fans. Like, Dang, I didn't I, even I, know that. I do remember that. I didn't go yeah. see it in theater, but I do remember them doing the event. Yeah, I actually I did get a go, and it was like opening night because they did it for like a three night. We went the very first night, and me and all my friends we threw together our cosplays like super quick like i did a hughes cosplay my friend did a roy cosplay and my other friend did an ed cosplay and we show up expecting to see like a ton of cosplayers there because the series was just huge we were the only ones like legit nobody else dressed up and we're like really like this is this is a big deal and bonsai is like around the corner so that's why we even had our costumes ready 
And I just remember I had like this little flashlight that showed like a little like Alphonse blood seal. So I had it shining on the seat in front of me when they turned the lights off. And everybody's like, yay, now Alphonse can watch the movie via chair. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. Oh, that's great. I remember Conqueror Shambhala being super hyped for it. And then it wasn't bad, but it's super easy to make fun of. Yeah. Like, about the first time you see it, you're, you're so enthralled with the hype that you're just like, oh, this is amazing, this is perfect. And then the second or third time you watch it, you're just like, this is kind of bad. Yeah. Like, this kind of isn't great. Yeah, like, we so were just kind of, <laughs> yeah. We were, we were making fun of it. Like, we did our whole, like, riff track kind of thing for it, watching it, like, the third time. The worst part about the cosplay thing, though, is, like, the next day, like, the second day of the event... Everybody showed up in cosplay. Like, they even made the news. They're just like, look at all these cosplayers here to see this weird, obscure anime movie that nobody knows anything about. <laughs> and we're just like, wait, that could have been us. We picked the wrong night. Damn it. <laughs> so, uh, that was also the night that my friend who was dressed as Roy kicked me in the shin. And she was wearing, like, genuine, like, military-grade steel toe boots. And I have a, like, bump in my leg that's been there ever since. How? Yeah. So, it, it my fault for being Hughes, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. Yeah. I was like, this is how Hughes really died. It was also, like, funny because, like, at the time, my cosplay repertoire was just Helsing and Full Metal Alchemist. And so, at my point, I was like, every character you've ever been, Candace, is either a vampire or a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> or both. <laughs> So that's when I knew I had to change my cosplay repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays you could be a uh, lolly, a lolly Nazi, vampire. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, no, I meant uh, Tanya. Yeah, Tanya. Be the I... be the lolly Nazi. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> oh, don't ever change. You're, you're Japan. short enough. No, <laughs> I'm I'm teasing. Don't ever change Japan. And uh, you'd think I'm short enough, but now. I'm not the shortest person I know anymore. Like, anymore. <laughs> like, I think meeting uh, our friend Mentiri, like, the first time I hung out with her, I'm just like, you're so little. <laughs> she, you're so she little. She is tiny. You just <laughs> just want to pick her up and hug her. I'm just like, I, I've never felt like a tall person before. <laughs> she she is a real chippy. She's a chippy in real life. So yeah, uh, I haven't seen the second Full Metal Alchemist movie, though. I know they did one after Brotherhood as well. I have not seen that one either. Yeah, I, it's, my roommates have it, so I could watch it anytime I want, but, and some people said it was better than Conqueror of Shambhala. It's one of those things that you kind of have to build up to. Yeah, like, I've had so many Brotherhood, uh, marathons since I'm, I think I've done Brotherhood marathons, like, three times since I've moved in with my roommates, because... Just never get sick of Brotherhood. And every time I rewatch it, I was like, oh, why did I ever stop watching Full Metal Alchemist? This is an anime is fantastic. It's the best anime ever. Like, it's possibly a perfect anime, in my opinion. Uh, the one problem I have with Brotherhood is because the original Full Metal Alchemist came out like a year before. Uh, a lot of people got a much more build up for like, you know, Hughes's backstory and like the Nina backstory and all that. And so then when Brotherhood came out and they went with the pacing of the manga, a lot of people were like, that happened way too fast. And it's like, literally, both characters died in the first manga. So it's like, the and the Brotherhood actually follows the pacing more accurately, but it feels like it didn't build up the characters enough for people to enjoy it. Yeah. 
the rest of the brotherhood. But that's is that's kind of what happens when you you make an anime adaptation of a manga when it's in its early when, stages. When it's when the manga is still in its early stages. Yeah, and even the ending the original anime took uh, the mangaka actually told people like this actually was an alternate ending I wrote. So it's she's like it just I went with an ending I liked better. So it's still technically canon. For, like, her universe. and the, the alternate universe theorem. Well, and then Conqueror of Shambhala was an absolute fanfic. Like, she even came out and said, like, the people in charge of the anime came to her and said, Hey, we came up with this whole movie concept. And she put, like, her stamp on it. And she was just like, okay, you do you. And that was when we got the hilarious scene with Hohenheim having way too much blood. He just explodes <laughs> like a water balloon. Just explodes. Yeah, I don't. Have you seen Conquer of Shambhala? It's been yeah, a it's, it's yeah. been forever now. But yeah, yeah, that part where the snake bites down on him and he like covers the entire room with blood, <laughs> and it's like you can't have that much blood. What do you? Th- that happens to me all the time. Stop bogarting <laughs> the blood. Like <laughs> this is. That's 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 how he survives. Okay, <laughs> he lives off of other people's blood. <laughs> It's kind of like a vampire, but, you know, alchemist. Oh, okay. So he's like, Karen. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did that anime ever get a movie? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Okay. No. <laughs> That'll be another one for the retro. <laughs> <laughs> so so I did see one anime movie. It, it was on Netflix. Um forget what it's called like expelled from paradise or something like that oh i i've i watched a little bit but i was too sleepy and i went to bed (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so it was it was an interesting concept so basically the earth is practically uninhabitable Mm -hmm. you know and so humanity has decided to have a basically a giant satellite where everybody has uploaded their consciousnesses into like it so they don't have physical bodies Mm -hmm. it's it's like a giant virtual reality world for humanity Mm -hmm. and depending on your your productivity and like you know basically your job whatever you do on there Mm -hmm. is how much um ram power that they allocate for you to d- use. Mm-hmm. So so the people that are more productive and basically higher up, they have more RAM and they can basically do whatever they want from changing how they look to being, you know, on these really nice, you know, beaches, whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the people who don't are basically SOL. Um, for some reason, like, <laughs> when you described, like, what this looks like and all that for some reason my mind instantly went to like the near death star from futurama (laughs) yes kind of (laughs) except they actually don't have physical bodies okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and it it turns out um at some point they have to send this one chick down to earth to to hunt down whatever you know basically an ai that is hacking into the satellite Mm -hmm. you know and so, so they have basically make an android, put her consciousness into the android, send her down, and then, you know, all that mm-hmm. interesting stuff happens. It's, it, it was enjoyable. 
Um, I don't know if I'd highly recommend it, but you know, if, if you have time, yeah, check it out. Another one I'm surprised that hasn't come up. Uh, the original Ghost in the Shell. That, that is true. I, yeah. I, I don't know why we haven't mentioned that. Because <laughs> I know that recently you <clears throat> purchased one of the like limited edition Blu-rays for mm. it. And we need, we still haven't actually sat down and watched it. I like I know you've seen it. Mm-hmm. And I've seen parts of it. Oh, it's a good movie. <laughs> it is very good. I think I've seen more of Standalone Complex than I have the movie. But and I haven't seen the new live action movie either. I don't know. I I haven't either. Uh, <laughs> it really does but it, it not, really does it a disservice, the ghost in the shell. Yeah. Mm. I, and I know the the way I see it is any any um, big name Hollywood movie that is based off an anime or whatever, I I feel like they're gonna do more more for the eye candy. Like oh. it's it's gonna yeah. have a lot of you know re- it's gonna be really pretty, but it's it's not gonna have. A lot of the same effect that the anime does, like psychologically. I think yeah, I think I want to like check it out before I completely write it off. I think a lot of people wrote it off because of, like the controversy with the casting, but I didn't really care about that because like she's a cyborg and she doesn't look anything like her original version. Yeah, anyway, see, and so. and and that's part of the theme of the m- original anime. Yeah, is- I I kind of understand the controversy behind like Death Note, but even that I was just like, okay, like it's taking place in america it'd be cool if they got like an asian american kid but i don't think it's necessary for this reason and if you thought the death note movie was bad it was for reasons other than the casting yeah. so oh, i mean like yeah so so kind of like what you said i'm i'm more than willing to check it out but mm-hmm. i'm i'm gonna go in i'm not gonna be expecting it to have the same themes as the anime i feel Mm -hmm. like it's gonna be more action than anything else yeah i feel that trying to think of the best way to explain it because like there's a lot of moments where it is just it's just like if they took a storyboard from the scenes Mm -hmm. and just recreated them they don't recreate the tone or the the dialogue what they're talking about it's just the visual and this is like a really pretty reinterpretation of the original yeah, but also at the same time, it kind of takes away from that because like a mm-hmm. lot of the Ghost in the Shell, like the um, the market scene when like they that guy that do the the trash, the guy who was hacking and stuff with like the, the trash trucks or whatever, and he had the big machine gun, they were running away. Mm-hmm. They showed that in the movie. The um, that part is kind of its own separate scene. Like kind of, it looks kind of. It looks normal, kind of runnish down a little bit, the, the area, the market, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then they show, like, the rest of the Japan, and it's all, like, neon and flashy. And it, <laughs> it, it's such a weird... Yeah, it's like, you get kind of the whiplash. And, like, ugh, it's... And I, I don't think adaptations have to be true to their source material completely. And I think a great example of that was actually the Roroni Kenshin films. Mm-hmm. Because if you watch the anime for Roroni Kenshin, it's just like dark, brooding, you know, Japan style scenery, followed by cutesy, happy, go lucky. And even the theme song, Freckles, from yeah. the original anime, <laughs> is so upbeat and happy yeah. and silly. And then the movie is just super serious. Like, it feels like a genuine samurai film. And yeah, it's, it's... I honestly say I would. 
I actually kind of prefer the live action movies. Well, if you if you want, it's, it's the serious. one live action movie of an anime that has done well. Yeah, no, or is considered to be good. And it's because I feel like they went their own direction with it. They're like, here's the care, you know, here's the source material, which is based off of a real legend, which is we're making our own film based off of that information. And I think that's how it should be approached. Mm -hmm. I am curious to see if the new Fullmetal Alchemist live action is going to be any good or not. Uh, the I haven't seen it, but I've heard that the Attack on Titan live actions were... Mediocre at best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not even that. I have not heard anybody say, it was okay. Everybody's like, don't do it. Don't watch like, it. Save yourself an aneurysm. Yeah, like... I really do think adaptations should try to strive to be as much their own thing as possible because I think that's what makes it strong. Like, you know, and you can still follow the source material as a guideline kind of thing. Like, I, I think the best example I have is like Lord of the Rings where it's like, there's no way they're going to get those books into a full movie. Yeah. But what they did with it and the way they brought it to the screen was something that anybody, whether they were a fan of the books or not, could watch it and still enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So, um, just real quick, just Ghost in the Shell, it just, it does, I don't know, it's tough because like it almost tries to mix the movie with standalone complex. Mm -hmm. It really, and oh. it, it kind of, it fumbles over itself, honestly. Yeah. But... I'm not going to say anything else. I said, if you guys want to watch it, I will let you guys watch it. But I, does, does it at least have the, um, what are they called? The, the, the no, or? the, the, their little the tank thing, the, the, the touch comas. Um, they have the, I think they were the most enjoyable part about standalone. Comics. Those were, those were the best. I loved the little touch comas. Yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't have them, but they do have like the. Dang it, I can't say because it would spoil. <laughs> it would spoil because you've already seen Ghost of the Shell. Like she has it, so I'm like the movie. But the movie is a much better. The yeah, watching the original movie. We might just have to have a movie night and watch them like back to back. Yeah, yeah. Watch the movie first, and then because yeah, just the tones are very different because um, all the Ghost in the Shell, the live action, the Scar Joe, she's first of her kind. She's special, but mm -hmm. in Ghost in the Shell, the anime movie. She's not special at all. She's very like she's she fits in. She literally well no, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying like, like dig it. It's I want to say something, <laughs> but like everybody's android eyes. Everybody is cyborg. Basically, everyone is and upgraded. Yeah, somehow. Mm -hmm. So so it's not like oh my goodness. Anyone who's seen Ghost in the Shell, I think, has been a long enough time. Yeah, and she's an android. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's not like she's the only android in the old okay. series. I get what you guys. Because the old one is more. The old one is kind of like, what does it mean to be human? Even though we're all android eyes, you have cyber brains and everything. We're still human somehow, and it kind of yeah. goes. The the movie explores that. The anime movie doesn't really. It just kind of like, hey, remember this scene in the anime movie? Yeah. Bam. <laughs> this even that. Even just, uh, even standalone complex didn't. Uh, it really only touched on it a little. There's the one character who refuses to get upgrades, so he's yeah. one hundred percent human. Yeah, and there's, yeah, there's not I, a lot, and there's not a lot of Togusa in there either. Which I don't think sucks. I ever. I don't. I don't. I can't say I've ever seen a ton of standalone complex. It was one of those things like, you know, I watched Adult Swim, 
And mm-hmm. so sometimes I would stay awake and watch Standalone Complex. And there'd be reruns or you'd see Yeah, sometimes stuff. it'd be reruns. Sometimes i miss a few episodes. So, uh, and this is another one I want to bring up on retro. But I think if I was comparing, you know, back Adult Swim anime at the time, the Android one I actually preferred was uh, Key Sniver. Or not Key Sniver, um, Key Kiter. Uh, which actually was a... Yeah, he was an android, so Android Key Kiter. And that one was absolutely fantastic. It was made by the same person who made Cyborg 007, which I did not like. Mm-hmm. And was so it, when I watched... I thought it was Cyborg 009. Yeah. Something sorry. like that. I just... I never liked that one. I couldn't get into it. I own the entire I, Blu-ray collection of it, <laughs> and I still just can't sit down and I, watch it. I couldn't really get into it either, but I've only but, seen one episode, and it wasn't even the first episode. I was just like, oh, this is on, and, like, it, it, well, it was okay. Well, I thought Android Key Kiter, which was made by the same person, was absolutely fantastic. Probably one of my favorite anime from high school. So. And that was on at the same time as uh, Standalone Complex, so I chose the one I liked. <laughs> and that's fair. Yeah. Because they were both very, very, very similar in concept. Except, kind of like the live-action movie... Uh, Android uh, Kikaider was a unique character where he was in a world filled with humans. And then as the series progresses, you find out there's more of him. And some of them are hiding, and others don't even know they're androids because they've been implanted with human memories and have all these memories of like their childhood and like their like family. Battlestar and Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. But yeah, so it's an it's an old anime. Okay. But I like it. And that was during the Ghost in the Shell hype. So I remember Standalone Complex probably had one of the best opening songs. Yeah, I did. I love that song. I, I like the second gig song. I mm-hmm. kind of prefer it a little bit better, but both are good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My sister uh, gave me a DVD one year for Christmas because she just found it at like, Media Play, back when Media Play was a thing. Yeah. And it was just a DVD of all the music from Ghost in the Shell. Just the just the music. Yeah, like the whole DVD was nothing but like the music. Awesome. There's like a compilation of all the songs. Uh, that's that's kind of neat. Yeah, it's and it's all put to like a lot of like CG animation and stuff. So. Cool. Yeah, it's interesting. I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing, but I still own it somewhere. <laughs> that's yeah. that's that sounds like the the kind of DVD you put on for uh, the background of a party. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, I don't think it was that interesting, because a lot of it was also, like, the just the background music, too. Well, I mean, that, that that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it has the music, so you can have the music playing during the party. And if someone wants to, like, sit down and kind of watch the TV of what's going on on it, they can, but... That's Tyler's phone. That's my phone. Hey, look, it's my mother. All right. Well, we'll talk while he's talking to his mom. So, um... I think... As far as soundtracks go, 2018's had a fantastic anime soundtrack so far. Hmm. I, unfortunately, I've just, like, I haven't been, wa- I haven't, like, <laughs> the only, I just watched Dragon Ball Super. Well, and, I mean, like, you, you watched uh, Devilman. Oh, yeah, and Devilman. Which also a good one. has just great music all around, like, absolutely great music. A lot of mm-hmm. people complained that the opening theme song wasn't great. I'm like, it's not great listening to on its own, but with the actual opening sequence, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. And the club music's fantastic, and the remix of the original OVA song is fantastic. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, it's just all great. And then 
Uh, there's another anime. I don't even know the anime. I've just seen this OP like a million times because everybody's raving. It's like the best OP of 2018. Um, and it's called Flashback. I don't know. I'm and it's just so good. <laughs> I like to type it in. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'll... I'll look up the anime later because it'll be easier to find it that way. But the first time I saw the OP, somebody linked it onto like the YouTube and I went and watched it. And like the first time I watched it, it only had like a couple thousand views. And then I went to go show it to Tyler like the next day and it had so many views it has an ad now. Oh, wow. And I'm like, that's how popular this OP is. That's nuts. <laughs> so and I, I might go check out that anime just for the OP, which is something I've never done. And the only thing that's holding me back is that it's on Amazon Prime. Oh. And I don't have Amazon Prime. Yeah. (laughs) No, I know how that is. Soon. Soon. Someday. I'm so glad they got it. I I would get an Amazon Prime account for anime, but I've mentioned this on the last episode. They they have already canceled all their contracts. Yeah. So they are not going to be straight. They're like, eventually they're just going to cut off their anime list. Mm-hmm. And they might show older anime or keep, you know, they're definitely going to keep the titles they have on there for yeah. people to watch, but they're not going to have the exclusive rights to anything. So it's, to me, it's like, it's not worth it when I only have to wait like one or two more seasons before they get cut off. So yeah, no, I, I agree with that. If it's just for anime now. Yeah. I'm a crazy shopper. So I, it, it yeah. all suits me because it's like. <laughs> two-day shipping of everything. So what I'm hearing is that you have an Amazon Prime account and I just come over to your place and watch all this anime. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't even... The only the thing that sucks is the Amazon... The Prime Video app, it's not very good It's either. not great, yeah. It sucks. It's terrible. So, I mean, that's... I am excited because I think one of the things I found excited about watching that movie with Tyler last night is that this means that movies are coming to Crunchyroll, which is something Crunchyroll's been missing for a long time. Oh, yeah. Access to OVAs and movies, and people are like, these OVAs and movies are classics. Mm-hmm. Why can't I watch them on Crunchyroll? I'm spending all this money for the you know supposedly the best streaming site, and I can't watch things. So seeing a movie on yeah, Crunchyroll I mean, was kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. It, it took them... Um, what a year to uh get the ova for for uh miss kobayashi's dragon maid yeah it wasn't a full year but it was it was it was a while yeah it was a while yeah and and they did a really good job getting the ovas for um mmo junkie right away but that was because the anime was only like 10 10 episodes episodes instead of the 12 Yeah. yeah Oh, just right there. Uh, the light switch is outside. Yeah. So, um, yeah, seeing a full feature film on Crunchyroll is kind of a big deal. Because that's something that we haven't seen yet. And so they might be getting other films such as Your Name and A Silent Voice, and we can only hope, because... Yeah, yeah. that's that's true. <laughs> Although, I guess it doesn't matter when you're a weeb like me and generally buy the DVD. Yeah. Or Blu-ray. But I mean, imagine how much sooner you can see it. <laughs> that is true, because it just it takes forever for them to get everything over here Your into name the was states. Like a full year. And it was a 2016 <clears throat> anime that is technically being counted as a 2017 anime because of how long it took to get out here into the U.S. And then the Blu-ray took another like 10 months. So, yeah, just I don't want to wait. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> I just want to be able to stream it and watch it with my friends. But, and like, but, but hey, think about it. 
because of that delay, your name got to go up against Boss Baby. <laughs> it didn't, though. No, your name didn't, because uh, the Oscars actually qualified it for the 2016. It was Silent Voice that went up against Boss Baby. Oh, Silent Baby. Voice went, got to go up against Boss Baby. Yeah, which... I mean, like, Boss Baby is my favorite anime, so... It, it's best anime. <laughs> I mean, you know, next to King of the Hill. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, Corey's house is <laughs> such a classic. Exactly. Corey in the house. Yeah, I can... Uh, I'm just gonna say, that was that was messed up. Yeah. Deciding to put... I get, I get it. I mean, I don't really expect too much in the ways of foreign media when it comes to the Oscars. And I think if you're going to be like, I really want to see this foreign film be recognized at the Oscars, I think you're barking up the wrong tree, to be honest. Uh, uh, fair, but at the same time, when when these foreign films do make a, a, a big splash mm-hmm. here in the States, I, I think it should at least be mentioned. Yeah. Uh, again, I think the reason it's not is because right now the big splash is... It's mostly giving money to companies like Funimation, where it's like Hollywood doesn't even recognize that Funimation's a thing. They still treat them like it's an indie company when they're not. They're clearly not. Like Yeah, at this point I think they're big enough that they can kind of be considered. Yeah, but in. to you know, I don't think they would want to see people from a company like that walking down the red carpet, and that's really what the Oscars is about. It's about showing off their group in the inner circle. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe someday the Oscars will change, but again, I think if you're expecting them to right now, you're kind of barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. No, I I, I don't expect it. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see, even if it's just gradual change, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm not expecting it. Yeah. So I think Funimation should just do their own version of the Oscars. To do their own awards. Well, I guess Crunchyroll has brought that. Uh, Crunchyroll's having an actual award ceremony for the anime awards. Woohoo! So that'll be interesting. Yeah, people have been invited to the awards. Yeah, ceremony. people have been invi- invited. It's like a real event. So that's. I think it started off as a gigook joke where he did a video. He just took the uh, Golden Globe footage and he just dubbed over it with like the anime awards. And I think <laughs> Crunchyroll's like, man, that's actually a good idea. We should do this in real life. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> so I, we got several. We only mentioned one film that's been nominated for the Crunchyroll Awards on this podcast, and that was A Silent Voice. There was many others. and Well, we mentioned your name. We mentioned your name. Uh, so mm-hmm. there's two. Uh, we haven't seen the Girls in Panzer movie. No, we haven't. Which is amazing, because Tyler is the biggest Girls in Panzer fan. I, I have not been able to find the movie anywhere. Yeah. We found a Girls in Panzer thing that claimed it, to be a movie. It was OVAs. Yeah, it was oh. OVAs. And it said it was the movie, and it wasn't. But I'm, I actually want to check out the Girls in Panzer movie, because despite the fact that it kind of seems like a fan service show, it's actually really fantastic, and it's the closest thing we've seen to a female sports anime. Thank you. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, other than uh, now we're getting a badminton anime. I mean, I, mean <laughs> I, I have to admit, you know, I was a, originally attracted to the, the show because, well, girls and tanks. <laughs> yeah. So. Tyler doesn't know which one he's more attracted to. <laughs> uh, yeah. The smooth I, bore of 120 millimeter cannon. Just gets like a center. Just gets a, <laughs> just 
gets a, a centerfold and it just has like a German tank in it. It was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Stug. Oh, baby. <laughs> Sorry, Stug 4 or Stug IV, however you want to call it. For all the tank otaku out there listening. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> Not really. Oh, like I was, I was hanging out with Tyler's friends one time and they were all talking about tanks except for one girl who was sitting there like awkwardly (laughs) and she turns to me as it normally is. She turns to me. She's like, do you have any idea what they're talking about? I'm like, not a clue. This is probably what they go through when we talk about things like shoes. (laughs) (laughs) So then her and I start talking about like knitting I just, I, I don't understand 3D women, okay? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> but uh, I really like Girls in Panzer because it takes place in an alternate reality where uh, girls were in charge of the world instead of men. And because women were in charge, Japan actually won World War II. And Japan became a major military power country and America became a cultural country. Like, I think one of my favorite uh, lines in the entire show is like, oh, according to an ancient American proverb, just like, those words! <laughs> <Right? laughs> <laughs> see, see, one of my favorite lines in it is uh, th- the obvious reverse sexism. Yeah. Where, where the girls are talking and they're like, oh, I don't think boys would be able to handle firing the cannons. <laughs> boys are way too delicate. Like, right? Even, even like, so uh, the main character's mom seems to be like a super like, like sexist prejudice character. She's just like, women are in charge of the world. Women are carrying the future. Men have to stay at home and watch the children kind of character. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a very unique take on what the world would have been like if women had been in charge. It's very, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and it still implies that women are the ones who give birth, but it also kind of suggests that's the reason why women are stronger. Like, we, we push babies through us. Men don't do any of that. They just know how to sit at home and cook. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's so interesting because it's, it's such a, like, subplot of the show because it never actually gets pushed forward like this is a real thing but it's always there (laughs) yeah like the sexism is definitely real like you hear about it and like even even some of their talking they they talk about oh if i had a boyfriend blah 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 and oh i'm getting into tankery because i want to get a boyfriend yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) the kind of guys that get into sports because they want to you know do it with a cheerleader kind of thing. Like. <laughs> that's that's what that show needs. That needs the male cheerleaders. <laughs> Absolutely. Jazz every hands. every show needs male <laughs> cheerleaders. I'm just saying. That's true. Like really hardcore, like old war stories needs male cheerleaders. Haikyuu uh, needs male cheerleaders. Oh, absolutely. Haikyuu <laughs> needs male cheerleaders. We did get cheerleaders in Haikyuu, I'd like to point out. Yeah. But we need we need the male cheerleaders. We need uh My Hero Aka to have all the male characters now in cheerleader uniforms. I know, we saw the females in cheerleader yeah, outfits. We now the... we need to see the males. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially now cuz a lot of the girls are like really stepping up their game now. Like I somebody pointed out like the first like two seasons of My Hero Aka really focus a lot on like anytime a girl is like on screen, she's either following orders from a male character or she's like proven that like even if she's top tier girl she's still lower tier than the three main male characters and like the second season kind of ends was like now all the girls are stepping up their game 
And now they're just like, they're, they're coming to take the throne. Like they're going to be not just top tier girls, but top tier students. Like they're like, we're going to be the main characters now. And I, so I'd like to see like, kind fuck of a yeah, universal. women. Yeah. Empowerment. <laughs> but <laughs> Feminism. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I'd like to see like a role reversal with like Deku and like a cheerleader uniform. I'm just, just pitching that idea. I'd, I, 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 I'd pay to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think everybody would. <laughs> like, I'd, I think even people who've never heard of the series, they're just like, what? Some kid named Deck who's going to be in a cheerleader uniform? Take all my money. If, if any artist, artists are out there listening, send us some fan art of this. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you, you know where to contact us. I hope. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> the Cracked Brain Facebook page, just saying. But yeah, so and I think a lot of the people listening are people that either know us or Stefan in person too. So yeah, <laughs> that helps. I don't. I don't want to talk. I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I got hired to this company to draw things. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> so what was the subject again? <laughs> Anime movies. Anime yeah. movies. Yes. <laughs> Okay. So. Are, are there any that you haven't seen that you want to? Actually, we never got to Tyler's recommendation. My recommendation. I gave a recommendation. Justin, after we tortured him, gave a recommendation. <laughs> yes. You have not given us a recommendation. Oh, also, I, I, I said Aura early but on. I I recommended Aura. Stop killing my. I put down the Pokemon movies, so you can't. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, Pokemon now, which movies. which Pokemon movie? The first one. The one where Pikachu. I, I recommend two thousand. Two thousand is the best one. I go with two thousand because that like it was my birthday. It was July twenty first, two thousand. Got to see it on my birthday. It was the coolest thing nice. ever. Nice. Nice. I went to like one of the really early screenings for it, and I remember like afterwards they had like the whole CW like newscast come out, yeah. and my sister's friend who was just that really weird girl in high school. She was she went straight up to the weatherman and had him sign her arm. And she's just, like, telling everybody, she's like, the weatherman signed my arm! And I'm just like, <laughs> I think she did just so she could tell people that she had the weatherman sign well, her arm. I mean, at, le- at least she didn't have him sign her tits. Yeah. <laughs> that that would have been really to awkward fair, for she, the weatherman. She, she was kind of one of those girls that was, like, really flat. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> but she was great. My sister's still friends with her. She was, like, one of her uh, bridesmaids at her wedding. But can I tell a dumb, a funny Pokemon story? Tell them the funny Pokemon yes. story. So when the first movie came out, it was the cool, well, you know how they give you the card? Oh, <laughs> that yeah. one came out on my birthday. Oh, cool. Actually, yeah. I don't but, get uh, movies coming out on my birthday. A little uh, Lego movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Deadpool. Okay. okay, fair enough. Okay, that's pretty good. But they'd give you a card for each admission. So, family of five, five cards... The guy only gave me one. I had to fight, <laughs> fight it. A little eleven-year-old me had to fight some guy to give me five cards. Like, give me my five no, cards. No, this, this entitles me to one card per admission. I think they, I think they the tried, tried to pull thing. the same thing when me and my dad went because we went on my birthday. Mm-hmm. My dad bought me the soundtrack for it. It made this big deal about like we we're gonna go see Pokemon on my birthday because I was a huge Pokemon nerd. And we get there, and my dad also collected the cards. And the guy, the ticket retailer hands us, like, one card, because I think they were trying to only hand it out to, like, the kids. Yeah. And my dad is like, um, excuse me. It's like, bitch. I bought two tickets. <laughs> uh, I think my dad even made the joke. Like, he took the card and he, like, you know, put it in his pocket. And he's like, okay, now where's hers? <laughs> <laughs> 
See, I, I didn't have that problem because my friend worked at the theater when the movies came out. Aww. So, like, when when they were going out of the theaters, he basically just brought home bags of the cards. <laughs> oh, cool. So, so he had tons of them. Yeah, there was, like, the, there was the four. I had to haggle with someone in the arcades. It was like, I'll give you two for this. It was like, I, I think I just needed Mewtwo. And it was the funniest thing because his dad was next to him. He was like, I'll give you two cards. It was like, Electabuzz and Pikachu for your Mewtwo. He was like, give him, give him your Mewtwo, son. And, and he's like... He, was, he looked at me he was and pissed and he knew. And, and he's like, stay he, out of this, Dad. He, he knew that you, you swindled him. Yeah, and he's like, I'm, he's like, he's giving you two. You should take it. He's like, yes, I got my YouTube. Coming, Mom. <laughs> that was the best, best part about having a super nerdy dad. Mm-hmm. We saw that movie so many times that we had like two copies of each card. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and we just sold all the extra ones we had. Like my dad's like, we're going to keep going to this movie until we have all the cards. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like your dad. Yeah, like absolutely. I I am just a female like version of my dad as an adult. So yeah, uh then when we went to go see Pokemon 2000, they also had like a card special there as well and yeah, we is. got like these really cool tickets. It was like it came out like two nights before it was going to come out in the theaters and it was like each ticket was like an admit two and oh, it was cool. great. So uh, Pokemon 2000 was the best one. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah, like, I think it just really resonated with all the nerds and with us. Like, the guys just like, oh yes, I remember when I went to a special event and I got this Mew card, and we're like, that was us. That was us. We're the we're the we're the <laughs> villain of this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, movie recommendations for uh, you, Tyler. Um. Oh man. Anything you can think of? Not off the top of my head. Um, he recommends the Death Note movie. <laughs> Hardcore. How did you know? Yeah, it's his favorite movie. Um, I will say that's another one you should watch it before you judge it. But mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. I'm sitting here looking over at my shelves, thinking, oh, let's <laughs> see what what do I have over here? Most of them are Ghibli movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, I'm kind of weird with my favorite Ghibli movie. It's actually Whisper of the Heart. I think I'm the only person who's that's my favorite. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Um, I guess one that doesn't really get any attention is Tales from Earthsea. Oh, yeah. That's fair. So so I'd recommend that. It's it's good. It's I think it's a little slower paced than yeah. what didn't a lot of people are used to. Didn't the director of that recently pass? Um, I don't remember. Did he? I think so. He might have. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go watch that one, because I have seen, I watched that one in high school in my anime club, so it is slow paced, but it's good. Yeah, I saw that one in the the Tower movie theater. Yeah. yeah, they, they had, like, they've been, they showed, they would show a lot of animes over there. It was like yeah, the, the Tower Theater. Tower yeah. Broadway Theater, they show, I think it was like... So, how long have we been talking? <laughs> Almost two hours. Oh, Almost right, two hours. So I guess. I guess that's. Yeah. So we should, we should wrap it up. Uh, let's talk about like animes of this season that we would recommend. Just do a quick by everybody. Just just kind of a quick catch up on where we are. Yeah. So uh, I did mention before that Sonrio Boys, like last episode, I mentioned that was one that I really liked. I might be retracting that just because the first two episodes were really fantastic. The latest three episodes not as fantastic. 
So I might be retracting that one. I'm still going to be checking it out, but if it doesn't get any better, I might be dropping it this season. Uh, one that has in done nothing but improve is Darling in the Franks, which I highly recommend. Uh, it's slower paced, and the first few episodes might not feel like something Trigger's ever done before, but trust me, when it picks up, it absolutely picks up. And also, also, like you did tell me earlier this week, it, it is going for 24 episodes instead of 12. We may be doing a mid-season episode on the podcast just talking about Darling the Franks. So if you guys are going to plan on being regular listeners, we do recommend that you continue to watch that one because, or pick it up because it's just great. That's, that's right. Um, I haven't, I haven't dropped any yet. Um, so my list still includes Ryuo's, Ryuo's work is never done. It's complete trash. And I should probably be ashamed of it. <laughs> um, you do you, man. Laid, laid back camp, uh, darling in the Franks, um, Katana Maidens. Yeah. I, I still recommend Katana Maidens. I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, Kaiju Girls, just super, super short nice. episodes. They're like five minutes long. They are absolutely adorable. Um, and I think I'm going to pick up a, a place farther than the universe. I did pick that one up as well as, uh, Hanakata, uh, Tonkotsu, Tonkotsu Ramen. Ramens, which both of those I do highly recommend. The first, A Place Further Than the Universe, about high school girls trying to go to Antarctica, and it's just fantastic. It's super pretty and just great. Uh, the other one is about hitmen who are trying to kill other people while also not being killed by other hitmen. It's uh, got a very Dara feel, and it's it's just great. It's just hilarious, so I recommend that one as well. Anything you've been watching this season that you recommend? <laughs> have, have you even been watching anything this season? Or well, anything from previous seasons that... The only thing I really watch is Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super, <laughs> and like, I, I just started watching more... Uh, Pop, I've started Pop, Pop, Team. Team, Pop Epic. Team Epic. Yes. <laughs> that oh. was too much fun. But I, I've mostly been, because I went, I went nuts at Right Stuff with their mm -hmm. their cheap DVD sales and <laughs> I bought tons of seasons. So I've been like going back with old, 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 old retro stuff. So <laughs> Well, we do got, uh, for this season, Pop Team Epic and uh, Devil Man Crybaby. Mm -hmm. So... Those both have the uh, quail seal of approval. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, any closing statements we want to end on? Um, don't do drugs. Uh, support more anime movies, because the more tickets you buy, the more anime movies will make their way to theaters, especially the Crunchyroll Movie Nights, which are a brand new thing that Crunchyroll is trying to encourage more of. And not just support anime movies, like, support anime in general. Absolutely. Like, mm -hmm. do, please, we, we cannot stress it enough, do, do not watch it on illegal streaming sites, mm -hmm. because then none of the funds from ads go to the creators, and they then cannot create more stuff. Especially uh, when the U.S. has a huge amount of the profit margin. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, any closing statements, Justin? Eat more Pocky and subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> what yes. was that YouTube channel again? It is just Killer Quail Studios. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So go check out Killer Quail Studios and 
check out other things that have the quail stamp of approval on it. So I'm gonna have to add that now. <laughs> I need <laughs> I'm like glad. a T-shirt of that now. I'm glad. Stamp of quail stamp of approval. It's like a little foot. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I should be on here more often. I can get yeah. more ideas because <laughs> I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna do this stuff. Like, how am I gonna make all these other shirts? Because I wanted to make one. I like talking because I when I introduce people to anime, I I, I call it kicking someone into the anime pit. <laughs> so, sometimes literally, you have See to you just Spartan kick someone in there. Yeah, and just like whatever they find, and it's like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, start with Devil Man. Just kidding. Don't. Please don't. Don't. <laughs> Do that, that'll scare you away from anime forever. If you oh, that's Shin Chan's a good one to start with, if, but, especially if you like South Park. Oh god! Yes. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Tyler doesn't like Shin Chan. I, I I can watch it. I I, I was kind of ruined because I had a friend who was obsessed, who basically marathoned it, like oh. while we were hanging out. <laughs> and I can watch an episode or two. After after that, yeah, I can feel my brain melting. Yeah. <laughs> it is a <laughs> mind melting show, and hey, maybe it'll be one that we talk about on a future episode. So, yeah, definitely uh, subscribe to the podcast and check us out more for a lot of weeb things. We'll be bringing Justin back definitely for a future episode. And if you are interested in being on the show and have, like, a subject to talk about, uh, contact me through Cracked Brain. Uh, yeah, information. Or contact Tyler because he doesn't talk to people. So. I, I don't Ooh. talk to people. It's okay. it's really hard. <laughs> he needs a job. Word things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, bye. Bye. Adios.